0: Happy New Year. I am so excited. Not only am I kicking the new year off, obviously launching this podcast, but I am kicking things off with an absolute banger of an episode, okay? I almost named my whole podcast off of this episode on having an all-of-a-sudden moment and how I can help you have more all-of-a-sudden moments. So in case you're wondering what you're in for, I'm going to be sharing a little bit about my business journey in this episode, but mostly focusing on those tipping point moments. So let's back up a second. What is an all of a sudden moment or tipping moment or whatever in the beginning stages of business, especially when you're doing a lot of work, but you aren't seeing the results right away. That's normal. And honestly, it can happen in all stages of business. You hear this kind of like pulling the slingshot back to lunge forward or that kind of idea. And then all of a sudden your hard work pays off. Something feels like it's working. You're reaping the rewards of your effort. Like that is what we are talking about today and how to get more of those moments in 2024. So doesn't that sound good? Let's dive in. You're listening to The Kara Report, and we are a content marketing agency dedicated to empowering women to market their businesses in a way that creates lasting change. I could not be more thrilled that you're here. I'm Kara, and each week I'm sharing what I see real women in business doing behind the scenes to move the needle and make a bigger impact in their business. Trust me, it's not what you're scrolling past on Instagram. Ready to do the work? Me too. Let's get into it. Okay. Let's back up a little bit. The year was 2020. I told you I was going to share a bit about my business journey and I promise I'm going to make it to the point as I possibly can. So I want to just like paint a picture. In January of 2020, I was lying on the beach in a January fam trip. So in case you're unfamiliar with a little bit about my story, I started my business as a destination wedding planner slash travel agent And occasionally, especially as I became more established, I would get invited on these incredible fam trips, which are basically like, they fly you out to the resort in some cases, they tour you around, they wine and dine you, like it's a really incredible experience. So I was lying on the beach, kind of like enjoying the new year vibes on the beach in Montego Bay, Jamaica. And it was fantastic. I was reading... Redefine Your Wedding Business by Andrea Epolito, which, if you haven't read it and you're in the wedding industry, it's so inspiring. I had a team of two sub agents, independent contractors at the time. And I am listening to Panic at the Disco, Hey, look, Ma, I made it, basically on repeat. Okay. That was literally the vibe. And that was literally exactly how I felt like I have made it. I started my business in 2017. So, I had hustled extremely hard to get there, okay? (laughs) It really felt like an all-of-a-sudden moment to me, like, oh my goodness, I have the next year booked out with incredible weddings, I'm working with couples, we're getting five-star reviews, we're making money, like, I'm on a beach in an all-expenses-paid trip in Jamaica right now, like, life could not be better, And I'll leave you to imagine what might've happened in March, 2020 to change that for me. And I will say looking back on it, it's crazy to think I am not sure I knew at that time, what contributed to the success of my wedding business. It's called love at first travel in case you're curious other than hard work, right? Like if you had asked me what got me there, I would have been like, hard work. We did everything. So that's what I'm going to dive deeper into today because that is not a good business strategy if you want success. But anyway, something happened in March that caused people to stop traveling. A bunch of weddings got rescheduled and canceled and people wanted refunds and it was a really stressful time in the travel industry. And honestly, it was traumatic. Like I don't want to overuse it and I don't want to exaggerate, like I know everyone had very different experiences over the last three years in regards to the pandemic. And all I want to say is what's true for me is that I felt like I was mourning my wedding business. Like someone had taken it from me. Like it was all gone. It was all for nothing. Like I was devastated and I was working 80 hour weeks trying to get people refunds and not getting paid for it. Like it was a terrible time. And after a couple months of like, what do we even do now after we're like, okay, this is not going away. Borders are not opening up, which if you're listening to this from the States, we were shut down a lot longer in Canada than you were. So like a couple months, there was no end in sight and it was getting worse, which I know different regions experience that differently. So I'm just setting the stage for my experience. So anyway, as it's not getting better, we put up a random post on Instagram, basically like, Hey, we're doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes. We're not going to be showing up here. I had an agent quit on me, which of course, who wants to work without making money? And there was different factors involved there too. But I think it was about six months after the Instagram post went up, which I wasn't booking any weddings. I was still devastated, barely wanted to leave my bed when I thought about my wedding business. Um again, I'm really trying not to be dramatic, but that's really how I felt. I was talking to my other agent that was still kind of casually booking people. Obviously the demand was way down, and we were kind of like, "Wait, how do we still have inquiries?" And that was what I consider my all of a sudden moment. And although it was fantastic, I wish I had been more intentional and actually planned for this to happen, but <laughs> that's beside the point. I am a huge data nerd, so that's something that you should just know about me if you're deciding if this podcast is right for you. I had all of the things set up already, but when I was in hustle mode, go, go, go mode from, you know, like I said, 2017 to 2020, I never really had a chance to look at the data, much less analyze it. So the data was always available to me because I had set up, you know, like Google search console whatever, all of the things, and I was still very out of touch with which marketing efforts were actually working. If you had asked me how we were getting most of our leads, I would have said confidently, (laughs) that's the key, confidently. Instagram got us most of our clients because we were very active. We had like 4,000 followers, lots of likes, we were posting stories all the time, posting, like I was spending a ton of time on it. And so I think like I was looking at that and thinking like, obviously that is where we're getting most of our leads. So yes, we were doing all the things I was blogging regularly, but then I would share those blog posts on Instagram and Pinterest and all of the places. And I was still attributing the success to Instagram, which I think is really funny because when I looked at the data, like when I slowed down for a second, that is not at all what it showed. SEO which is basically from our blogs and Pinterest were driving like 95% of our leads. This was true back in 2019, but it was even more so true now that we were in 2020 and we weren't active at all on Instagram. We weren't active on any of them. Like we weren't blogging, we weren't posting on Pinterest, we weren't doing any marketing. Like I was burnt out and I was in charge of marketing. And even now in I'm recording this in 2023, but this is the plan moving forward for 2024 too. We're still not really active on social media. We post when a new couple books us more to celebrate them than to try to get the business. Or if they send us photos from their wedding, we share those. Sometimes we'll share like flight updates or industry updates, but I would not consider what we do on Instagram a growth strategy. And just a little tangent about Instagram, because I know regular followers like to hear me (laughs) complain about it. While I think we could get more business with an active Instagram strategy, the truth is for my wedding business, the return on investment wouldn't be big enough for us right now because we are getting a ton of leads with almost no work. How can you beat that? That doesn't mean Instagram is a bad marketing strategy, but how do you beat almost no work and a ton of business, right? Every industry is different, but for us, it's hard to target newly engaged couples considering a destination wedding. It's hard to do that on Instagram, in my opinion, and maybe someone's going to disagree with me, but the business is pretty successful, so I'm not going to worry about it. And my honest truth is that if leads started to slow down or we felt the need to pivot our marketing strategy for some reason, I would be much closer to looking at running ads than like hiring a social media manager to take Instagram off our plate. It's just, I feel as though that would be what I would think the better investment would be. And again, every industry is different. I do use Instagram in my marketing business. It's a different clientele. It's a different what people are expecting. But anyway, that's just a little tangent. So if you're like, okay, great. So your all of a sudden moment was realizing you have a ton of leads from work you did before how can I have one too? That is a great question. And that's what we're going to spend the rest of this episode talking about. Basically, if you want to intentionally have an all of a sudden moment, you need to prioritize the long game. Okay. Well, <laughs> not the most climatic thing, but hear me out. Cause I have five ways that I think you can do that. And before we jump in, I also just want to have a disclaimer because I've been there Maybe you're in a space where you can't right now. You can't prioritize the long game. You are only in a space where you can look kind of two feet ahead maximum. I get that. And if that is the case for you right now, how are you prioritizing getting to a place where we can? Because I believe that we can tread water and we can hustle and stuff probably way longer than we should. And it's a good idea to come up with an end kind of marker or like when I hit this after this period of time, et cetera, of like, okay, and then I'm going to prioritize the long game. Because if you don't, don't make it an intentional effort to start prioritizing the long game, you will never reap the rewards of the long game. And that means it will be extremely hard for you to get out of like a hustle kind of space. And I also want to say for some of you listening that are like, I really don't have time. I need quick wins. I need fast results. You might never have more time to prioritize your business than you do right now. As your business grows, and I'm going to speak especially to side hustlers here, as your business grows, you will have more and more time spent like at least for a bit, right? <laughs> I feel like this is kind of like a it increases and then it decreases. You will get caught in the weeds, you will get stuck in the doing. You will likely like all of us did and that's okay. That's that's also another season that I think that we all experience, but it's much harder to prioritize the long game when you're in that space than it is like when you first start your business. And I also want to say prioritizing the long game and building a business in general often involves getting uncomfortable. So just keep that in mind too. As I kind of walk you through the five ways, I think you can prioritize the long game to have your own all of a sudden moment. Okay, number one is not going to surprise you if you're familiar with me already, but diversify your marketing strategy. There is going to be so much marketing content on this podcast, but in case you're new to my world, I specialize in Pinterest and blogging, but podcasting and YouTube are both things that I'm starting this year to prioritize the long game. They're basically huge investments of time and money up front. (laughs) that I believe will pay off. So I am still doing this too. I don't think you have like one all of a sudden moment and you're done, but you can make kind of like leaps forward. If you are only advertising your business on Instagram right now or TikTok, those are really great platforms in that what you put in is typically kind of what you get out, but they're not great platforms for the long game if you're using them as awareness tool, because it is a lot of work. Sorry, there's so much nuances in marketing. And I'm trying not to be one of those annoying people that are like, accept, accept, accept. But the truth is, I believe you need some sort of search driven marketing in your strategy if the long term gain is important to you. There really is just no way around it. Like choose blogging, choose Pinterest. Um, You can't really choose Pinterest unless you're choosing something else too. But blogging, podcasting, YouTube, I'm sure there's other search driven platforms that I'm not even familiar with, even just general SEO on your site. So like we also offer website copy for SEO, which is really good. And, you know, a great idea if you're investing in a new website to make sure that the words are going to help you get found. But basically, that is a way of prioritizing the long game. How can people find you when you're not working? Okay, Instagram is not it. Number two, check your foundation slash business model. So as business owners, we all need some sort of sales funnel. And if you feel like you don't have one, it can be as simple as someone finds you on Instagram, DMs you, and you sell to them in the DMs. Like It doesn't have to be complicated. But since we are talking about the long game, I want to talk about having a website and some sort of evergreen funnel, whether that is your website goes to a freebie goes to a welcome sequence whether you're selling something or not or your website is more of a salesperson for you which I love like my website is my strongest salesperson look at how people are finding you and buying from you okay and fine-tune those things instead of like so often I see people who are just trying to get more and more people into their like Quote unquote funnel, they're trying to grow their followers, they're trying to get more eyes on their business, they're running ads, they're throwing money at this, etc. Instead, I want you to encourage you to take a step back and look at where there are leaks in your funnel. That is what I wish I had done in 2017, 2018, 2019. I wish I had seen that blogging and Pinterest were our most profitable marketing channels. And I wish I had poured into those more, instead of just like, the rowing spaghetti at the wall doing all the things. Yeah, I really wish I had like looked at the data. So the second way kind of is just like a big overarching check your foundation and business model. And see if there's anything that you have that you can kind of optimize. Third, this is a really simple one, but just building a product course service, whatever it is your business does. This is that whole whole slingshot back thing. And One of the things that I heard in a webinar one time was at a certain stage of your business, your entire job is to resist the urge to burn it all down, right? It's like when things start to work, but they're not that instant success you're seeing on Instagram and you're kind of like, gosh, you know, does any of this work? Like only, you know, five people opted in for this or only, I only made $2,000 on my launch instead of 200,000 or like whatever it is part of your job is just to resist the urge to burn it down. Um, I just needed to say that, but yeah, I would say the third way that you can have kind of like an all of a sudden moment where you're reaping the rewards of your hard work is to intentionally pull back and create something new. Four, and this one kind of goes hand in hand, maybe you need to get certified, hone your skills, like work on becoming better at your job. This kind of goes hand in hand with steps two and three. But I just need to say this as a marketer, being good at your job is marketing, like I go all in with my clients, I am so invested in their success beyond like, when they pay me. And I think that that has led to having a stronger business in the long run. And I know the idea of like, being good at your job is not like revolutionary by any stretch of the imagination. But I do think it's like not as exciting to talk about. And I don't think that it gets talked about enough. I think there's like 10 courses for like how to market your business better. And like one, if that onto like how to actually do the thing you're selling. And I think that that is a miss in the industry right now. And hopefully, you know, as the industry grows and expands, that changes. It's like one of my, one of my wishes, if I could have my way and just like change the industry, that's something that drives me crazy. So just because I'm in marketing, I want to like reaffirm this idea that you can have an all of a sudden moment, like all of a sudden, my hard work is paying off, because your clients are referring you, because they're leaving five star reviews, because of that kind of thing versus just like, Oh, I need to run out and get on Pinterest and blogging, because that's not really what I'm saying. Obviously, I think that everyone, almost everyone should prioritize those two platforms because obviously it's worked well for me but I I always do feel the need to just kind of like mm, clarify that last but not least number five if you want to prioritize the long game hire someone to help you and I just kind of had a little all of a sudden moment where I got chills because I am almost done recording my very first podcast episode so thank you for coming on this journey with me it is only going to get better from here um but yeah number 5 is hiring someone to help you and there's going to be more content around this on the podcast but long game you likely can't do everything on your own sometimes having an all of a sudden moment requires you to pause find someone to help you or two people or 10 people whatever build a strong company culture invest in systems do that kind of thing so yeah and then you can have an all of a sudden moment like All of a sudden, I'm not doing most of the work anymore. And let me just tell you, as someone who feels like they recently crossed that kind of threshold, it feels so good. I can't even tell you. And so yeah, this episode is pretty much done. Just to recap, if you want to have an all of a sudden moment, it starts by prioritizing the long game, which you can do by one, diversifying your marketing strategy, Two, checking your foundation slash business model slash sales funnel. I know that's a big category. Three, building something new that will get you closer to the business you want. Four, working on improving your craft. And five, hiring someone to help you. So think about which one of those you want to try first. Please don't try to do all five at once. And I have two more episodes for you to go listen to. Right now, if you're feeling that new year energy, which I'm so excited for, and I could not just to finish off here, I could not be more grateful that you listened to the end. This is obviously a new project for me. It's an absolute labor of love. I'm so excited. I have so many plans for it. So thank you for coming with me on this journey. And I would love if you would like reach out to me on Instagram, give me your feedback on the episodes. Let me know what you'd like to hear from me honestly, any proof that people listen to this would be, would be lovely and would absolutely make my day. So I appreciate you so much. And thank you. Thank you for listening to the Cara Report. Your presence and participation mean the world to me. If today's episode resonated with you, please consider subscribing and leaving a review. It really does help our show reach more listeners like you. And hey, when you're ready to get some well-deserved help marketing your business, our agency specializes in Pinterest and blogging for SEO. And we would love nothing more than to help you increase your brand's presence and profit. Until next time, remember that your journey in business is unique and invaluable. Keep making strides and we'll be here to support you every step of the way.